You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey, how's it going, everyone? How you doing? How you feeling? And how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Nerdificent. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Danny Fernandez, I'm here. Yeah, and I'm Ify Wadi Way too. I really I didn't <laughs> introduce myself. I was just so hyped to be in the booth. <laughs> oh man, yeah. How how you doing, Danny? How's your how's your week? We, we, you, you know, well, a thing because we had our whole uh, month that we did mental health May, and mm-hmm. so like something that I've been talking to my therapist about is. Um, celebrating my wins more because I don't like, you know, me, I'm very perfectionist and competitive and like, I'll get something like I'll book a role or whatever. I'm like, cool, great. On to the next one. What else? Mm -hmm. What else? I need to do more. And it's just like not healthy. I don't recommend it. (laughs) People will be like, how, how do you do so many things? It's like, I'm a perfectionist and I'm never happy. Don't do it. Like it's not worth it. (laughs) Um, and so anyways, long story short, I've been trying to treat myself like, even if it's just for an afternoon, like I took myself out to the middle of like nowhere essentially and had like tacos and was just in peace and um social distancing you know um but even like going to a beach where like a secluded beach uh and just like going into the water and like just appreciating my wins so i've been trying to do that more even if they're small it's necessary i feel to do that so that's what i've been doing Oh, I've been, I, you know, I've been doing my, my, getting my vibe right. And I've been watching a lot of anime, which is good because that brings us to what we're talking about today. We're talking about one of the anime staples, one of the, one of the anime ambassadors for a lot of people around our age. And uh, talking about it with us today is none other than J.D. Witherspoon, a.k.a. Run, J.D. Run. What it do? Hey, hi. What's up? <laughs> J.D. here. How y'all doing? How you feeling? 
Man, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. Uh, glad to have you on. Glad to see Danny sipping on her coffee. Uh, feeling good. Uh, you know, there's, it's a, like, I mean, you know, I guess we'll be talking about anime the whole time, but we like to start off with, uh, you know, asking our guests what they're nerding out about this week. So what's something you've been nerding out about this week? Um, you know, in this past week, I have had... Uh, the privilege of watching some new anime. Finally, I've been Ooh. so out of the loop, but uh, I started watching Fire Force. Anybody oh, else watch man. that? I, I I haven't started yet, but it's every everyone I know is talking about it. So yeah, that's no. a great choice. Oh no that that show is. I mean, well, you know, not to uh, sound like a pun it, it is heat it's good <laughs> it is lit yeah. it is lit there's a fire emoji at the end of it somewhere it's it's really good i i genuinely enjoy it and the the story is so obscure yeah. that i'm like i'm like okay anime i see i see you stepping things up i got yeah. it that's cool yeah just just mixing it up a bit you know and that's the funny thing about anime right it could be like these deep storylines or it can be an anime about girls pushing each other off of a you know stool in a pool with their boobs and butts only uh <laughs> i forget the name of that one but that's that's the one that everyone uh, references when they say anime be wildin uh, <laughs> me, me this week i think uh what, what i'm nerding out about is ghost of tsushima is mm. going to be dropping uh you know i, I you know I, now it was funny because with last of us sony hooked it up with the early copy and everyone was like oh i'm jealous but now i'm seeing the homies with the early copy of ghost of tsushima and i'm like all right now it's my turn to feel that jealousy and i was like who, who, who i need it i need to be slicing people mm -hmm. yeah and for people who don't know ghost of tsushima is this new like samurai game it's it's, it's heavily inspired by kurosawa and so like there's a whole kurosawa mode that i did i don't even know about that i'm excited to try out so it's gonna it's gonna be that heat i cannot wait uh and, and i only have to wait a few more days yeah what about you danny well you you're like jamming over there that's <laughs> good i too much <laughs> Yeah, I've had like, too much cold brew. Yeah. <laughs> I've just looked over at Danny's box and she was like vibing. I was like, okay. I'm just in my head. I told everyone I live in a little fantasy world in my head. Uh, I'm just like dancing. <laughs> you know, whatever brings you joy during this pandemic. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so I started started uh, reading slash listening, which I still consider reading on Audible. Um, this book by uh, Silvia Moreno Garcia. It's called Mexican Gothic, and it's really dope. It's set in Mexico. It's this. I'm only on chapter seven, so I'm not sure entirely what's all going to happen. But it's yeah. a horror novel, Ooh. and it's essentially this woman who I think she's in her early twenties ish. Her cousin, who's like one of her best friends ends up marrying this guy who like has a lot of money and like she kind of disappears and so she goes to like visit her and it's in this like really creepy haunted like town that has a lot of history and this like evil stepmother and stuff so i'm still learning about what's gonna happen i'm really fascinated but if you want to support um latinas in the horror space then definitely check out this book uh mm -hmm. which is a great horror novel and you can Read along with me because I'm still getting into it. So, yeah, definitely check it out. It's on Audible if you're like me and 
dance around in life apparently and don't sit still <laughs> i can't sit still and so i'm always like cleaning and i'm listening to it or cooking and i'm listening to it so um yeah check it out you know um i think we'll just jump right into it with uh you know the early beginnings of toonami which i remember which is you know launched in 1997 and then to 1999 that was the moltar era <laughs> that was the moltar era and um <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't, uh, at this time, it wasn't like the anime ha haven that it was before. It premiered March 17th, 1997, and it replaced uh, this block called Power Zone. And then it was like a weekday afternoon cartoon action block, and it had Moltar from Space Ghost, uh, which, you know, well, uh, Space Ghost was running from 1994, coast to coast, 1994. So he was already, yeah, it was like, so I'll just uh, end that with that. Uh, from Moltar, who was at the time on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. So it, it wasn't like a wild reference for kids. Like they were like, oh yeah, I remember mm. that guy from that show. Uh, and it was in the Ghost Planet Industries building. Um, yeah, do y'all remember this era much? I remember bits and pieces, bits and pieces. Of, of Toonami or just like Space Ghost or all this stuff? When uh, Moltar like, was the host, yeah. Of Toonami. And he would just pretty much like pull levers and that would start shows. Well, I feel like I remember that, but was that pre the the main host that Steve Tom, played? Yeah, yeah. Or yeah, because yeah, we're gonna talk about that because you yeah. said the main host Steve. Uh, Steve well, excuse Blum. me, not the main, but the guy who. In no, my no, opinion, you're right. No, you're he's, he's the one that people right. know, but I know that yeah. there was someone else who played there his voice was. prior. There was that's for what like, we're talking, for like, we're talking about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for like a year, and then I think he came back for one more year. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but I I don't know why I don't remember. I think I do remember. Oh no, it wait, was I, such a brief. It was so short though. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was like Moltar would be like coming up on tsunami, blah blah blah, and he would just like he'd be like he would like pull yeah. a lever and be like, yeah, we got some uh, Inuyasha tonight. You should check that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just remember I remember that, but I remember the vibe being so off because he wasn't like smooth or cool. He was just kind of like yeah. You you like you like you like anime? Sure. Here, here, well, yeah. Here this was this was before they had kind of officially moved over to anime. So they had a lot of non-anime because they took over that power zone. They wanted just like action shows uh, for that block, which they still had. You know, when it fully moved over to Toonami, they still had like it was kind of the. It was like the call for like they just wanted action adventure that was like mm -hmm. supposed to be the block at the time. So even the anime that that they allowed to exist had to largely be action adventure. Um, but yeah, this was before DBZ mm -hmm. uh, and before Gundam and before a lot of uh, those shows that we finally got in the Tom era. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I was saying because the Tom the Tom era was was dope and uh and so it was first sunny straight and then it was uh steve which steve we know voices all buff characters so it's also funny that this was like chubby tom you remember how at first he had like that oh belly? yeah 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 he <laughs> did yeah yeah yo i'm tripping this is so this is this is just oh, taking yeah. me back i forgot oh, yeah. about all of this <laughs> yeah we and the reason we started doing this episode is because we were doing the Cartoon Network episode, and me and Danny had that like flashback when we were reading through. We were like, "Oh snap!" And we we're like, "We got to do a whole episode just on Toonami because mm. this is this is what straight up fueled me into the anime nerd I am today. Like, this was like you know because 
you know, back in the day, internet wasn't popping like that. You, you had to get fan subs. If you don't know what fan subs were, that, that was when the one weeb who actually understood Japanese would be translating the, the <laughs> Japanese dub. And then they'd be putting whatever they want. They'd be adding cuss words like Vegeta be dropping f bombs. <laughs> like, we uh, <laughs> we had a we had a spot. Me and my boy we had a spot uh, near a Toys R Us that used to sell uh, dub tapes. From oh, yes, man. that that, mm-hmm. that I don't know if he dubbed them or if he just went to, <laughs> or if he went to Little Tokyo and and bought them wholesale yeah. to try to make a profit. But he, my, my boy, had all the the Dragon Ball Z episodes that Toonami refused to get to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, for real. That they that they took so long to get to. He was like, "Bro, I can't wait anymore." Yo, let's watch this. <laughs> let's watch this. Uh, this movie about some dude named uh, Janemba. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, okay. So it and it was it was just the Japan. It was the original Japanese show with. It wasn't dub. It was sub. So it was, it was subtitled. Uh. Uh-huh. Um, the Japanese subtitle one, and it was like some of the stuff that was written on the screen. I was like, "Is this what they're talking about?" <laughs> yeah. I was so confused. Yeah. No, those were the janky ones. So, like uh, around that, you you pretty much were relying on like tsunami. But yeah, they had the new host Tom, uh, which was voiced by Sonny Strait at the time, and this is and they had the speech to kick it off. Mm. Do my best, Sonny Strait, which is going to be bad. So. It's a brand new tsunami, but the mission objectives remain the same. My name's Tom. I'm the new Moltar. Welcome aboard the Ghost Planet Spaceship Absolution, Cartoon Network's first and only interstellar broadcast and exploration vehicle. I'll give you the tour later. From this day forward, she is completely responsible for all tsunami transitions. I'm taking you guys into the new millennium. No big changes now. Same show, same attitude, new place to do, new guy to do it with. I'm not going to waste any more time. Let's get back to it later. <laughs> and then that also premiered the Midnight Run, which mm-hmm. ooh, that was that one. That one. That's when you had those like it was because I remember the one thing I remember from Midnight Run that I would that I can never forget is always Dragon Ball Z uncut. I was like, oh, what they going <laughs> to show on that? Mm-hmm. And, it, and all it was is that it would like all the blood stuff that they tried to hide from us they they showed it to us i'm thinking i thought bomber was about to come out nude or something like the way like because you know also at the time for those who didn't know we also had bt uncut uh which <laughs> you got to see the uncut tip drill video which is uh it's not the you, same at all <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was, do you remember in DBZ, like, so they would have the blood was like purple? Yeah. That's like, so basically you just got to see red or non-existent. Yeah, Yeah, true, Mm -hmm. true, true. So basically you just got to see red blood, like, coming out of Vegeta as opposed to the purple. Yeah, that Um, was the uncut that we were staying up late to see. I remember seeing Krillin getting pierced by Frieza's horn during the Mm. second transformation. Oh, yeah in japanese and i remember watching it and i was like what the hell is this episode <laughs> i was like this did not happen in america because frieza like rams him and then like like ride makes him ride the horn for a few minutes and, it, and he's like ah, Goku. he's like he's just like he's just getting stabbed and i'm like yo this i don't remember this this is yeah. gross 
<laughs> Which, by the way, um, we should mention Krillin, voiced by Sonny Strait, is the voice of Tom. This first, yeah. this first run. Oh of wow, Tom. that's crazy! I didn't know that. Um, so he did sound not like how Iffy sounded, very smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. His, I, didn't, I was like, Sonny Strait was a black exploitation character. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Hey like, y'all, it's Sunny like, Straight, and welcome back to Toonami. Like, no, this man sounds too smooth. He was. Oh, uh, this is from the wiki. Was a well. By the way, Tom st- stands for Toonami Operations Module, and ah, this was like mm. a pudgier, shorter. Funny that it was voiced by Krillin. This is the shortest version of Tom, um, <laughs> and yeah. So he he was like our little. Uh, our little DJ, essentially, yeah. for Toonami. He was, he was the best version. I didn't like when he got buff. I was like, what is yeah, this aesthetic? I was like, had, bro. He had the glow up. I was like, give me back the couch potato I can resonate with. What do you say? <laughs> like, like what? put the gut back on him so I can get back to feeling the same as he is when it comes to watching my anime. Let me eat my chips in the bed, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. They, I forgot this new... Oh man, the new one was like, yeah. "What's up, y'all?" <laughs> well, like, so I'll oh, go sorry. ahead. No, no, no I was go gonna ahead, say then. the intruder. Okay, so so how that came to be is they had this like this eight episode miniseries called The Intruder, where oh, yes. and it ended with him really um, iconically like getting taken over by like molten, where mm-hmm. he was like sinking. Um, and that's how he essentially, quote unquote, like died. He also had an AI, Sarah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, it kind of floated around him, yeah. didn't it? Um, and think. so this all took place in his ship called the Absolution. And then when he came out, she like essentially rebuilt him. She's like, Tom, Tom. And he comes out and he's like totally jacked. And <laughs> I don't know. I feel like also because... Was this the era where they had reboot? Yeah, they had reboot early on. So I feel like they were mm-hmm. taking some mm. some notes oh, yeah. from some of those jacked, reboot. Thick, sexy characters on reboot. They have some gifts of him in the. I'm a, I, I linked also all the Toms in the chat, but also here's a site that has kind of like uh, is explaining like his evolution. And he came out with that thing on him. <laughs> he came out <laughs> and he started blasting. I was like, dang. That's tight. I'm watching like a Toonami retrospective video right now in the background just to remember yeah, all oh, this yeah. stuff. I'm watching this uh, video of, of Toonami just realizing how all they did was repurpose old ass anime. <laughs> yeah, Oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> like, just give uh-huh. it to us. Low key. I'm just I'm sitting here and I'm like, I'm like, yo, low key. They played us <laughs> like like they, like it's all the stuff was dope, but I'm looking at like throwback anime. I'm like, bro, these are '80s anime yeah, that they yeah, were yeah, that they, they were, were trying to sell us in the late '90s. They were like, yeah, th- this this is we can we can make some out of this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you got it. We have to take a really quick break, and then we're gonna hop into Tom era two in the anime that was behind it. That was my era, right after this. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we're back. So Tom, the second era, the beefed up Tom had like a bomber-esque character. He was taller, sleeker, deeper voiced. Um, they Sonny got to stay as Krillin, but Steve Blum is the one that took over uh, as his voice. And they also added a Saturday morning block. I don't know if y'all remember this. It was called Toonami Rising Sun. Mm. Um, this was from 2000 to 2001, and it was at 9 a.m. I think they were really trying to figure out their kids age bracket because they had hooked a lot of middle school and high school kids. At least that's what I watched when I came home from school at 4 p.m., like that tsunami block. But then they had the uncut. They stayed up a little bit later, realizing that high school and college kids were highly consuming it. And then they were like, how do we capitalize on the little ones, though, or at least the younger? So like that block um, was more age appropriate, I think, for like elementary and middle school. And they also had it on over, they had a tsunami block over on WB Kids mm. or Kids WB lineup. Yeah. They also had it and then eventually just realized it was a lot of competition with each other, which was fascinating. Tsunami ended up competing a lot with Adult Swim. So they were still like trying to figure this out, what they were doing. The morning block that I remember, because I was going to say, I remember when I was really young, I was watching Dragon Ball in the mornings and, mm-hmm. I, had to, and I had to wake up really early to watch the new episode same with pokemon 
uh pokemon wasn't about wasn't the toonami stuff but i just remember maybe that was the wb thing because i remember getting up and getting almost at least in the in the first arc of the frieza saga watching that and Hmm. and the and also the the saiyan saga and all that stuff and i'm trying to remember i'm like i remember it being on early in the mornings and then randomly toonami came out and it would be on in the afternoon and then they went and started like a late night after like later block of their of their viewing yeah so so during the the first tom block the shows they had running in during that first tom 1.0 we'll say was batman the animated series dbz gundam wing the real adventures of johnny quest reboot ronin warriors sailor moon tenchi in tokyo Tenchi Muyo and Tenchi Universe and Thundercats. They 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 were already pushing that Tenchi on us, and um, so so then we had we talked about uh, you know that that Tom 2.0 and that was in September 22nd of 2000, and uh, and they and they had a few schedule changes like on May 14th they changed it from five to seven, then on June 3rd in 2002 they went back to four to seven. So but all the programs that ran under Tom 2.0. Were Batman the Animated Series still going? Batman Beyond, the Big O, boom. You know, I'm I'm not gonna pick that figure up again. Uh, the Blue Submarine Number Six, Card Captors, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, G Gundam, Gundam Wing, Ham Taro, which I remember being so mm-hmm. wild. He Man, Masters of the Universe, Mobile Suit Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam Eight, uh, Mobile Suit Team, Outlaw Star, which I just uh, got on Blu-ray, Powerpuff Girls reboot. Ronin Warriors still going, Sailor Moon still going, Superman the Animated Series, Tenchi in Tokyo, Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi Universe, both of those three still running, Thundercats and Transformers Armada. Jeez. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho and Yu Yu Hakusho and Zoids, uh, New Century Zero and Chaotic Century. So they were were pushing quite a few (laughs) things. Uh, Now that's like, you know, and those are all the different ones that were in that block, but I mean, I, these. This is definitely one that I remember because these have all the big ones. I remember: Big O, Outlaw Star, uh, Gundam Wing, G Gundam, DBZ, Dragon Ball, uh, freaking uh, even like Sailor Moon running, Card Captor Sakura, you know, uh, Tenchi Muyo, all that Tenchi Run. Like I think this was the one I was really watching regularly. From yeah, I mean I. It's so fascinating. I know I've talked about how I love Tenchi Muyo, and maybe it was just from the sheer amount that it was put at us. Yeah. Um, but it is really fascinating because out of all of these, I still gravitated so much to DBZ, mm-hmm. which is wild. It's just like that fan base became so ravenous. I think that that helped. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know a better word to to describe it. I mean, people would go, it's kind of like, what JD was saying, like we would go out of our way to get dubs and subs and like, you know, of course everyone jokes that Toonami would re-air the same episodes, but like I was playing earlier, that's because of the ocean dub, then moving over to the Funimation dub. And so it was like all this like delay essentially in getting English version over here. Um, But also I think a reason why we, we became obsessed is because we were, just inundated with the mm-hmm. same, you know, uh, yeah. same shows on here. But um, they threw in some other things, like you said, like uh, Powerpuff Girls, you know, things that weren't necessarily uh, things that were in their regular lineup. 
yeah. that they added. Oh, a hundred percent. It, and, and it really like it, like watching the, like, like kind of like looking at this list, I can totally see how everyone has like broken off, you know, right. From, from from this like all the gundam heads are in here you know you got you big robos because you have the gundams uh big o and then you have like outlaw star you know in here you know holding it down and i and the yu yu haku shows of of it all like these these were like all the i feel like the anime sex were starting right here um and also this is the this was the list that if 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 you were talking to some like gatekeepy weebs you you have to say something other than these you know you can you can say they're like oh oh you watch yeah i'm sure you watch you you haku show but have you seen this thing that was like shut up yeah they started to do cool things too like um expanding just from what their list was they had in uh 2003 it was the week of february 24th they did giant robot week mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember that it was a five-day special where they only aired mech series and mech anime um so they were they were taking a lot of risks i think um over there trying to see they were still trying to figure out their demo at least in my opinion by like the different experiments they did with having a late night having an early morning moving their times around trying to figure out like which kids they were hooking um and so then we go into the tom three era which was 2003 to 2007 they made them buffer (laughs) yeah well, you know what's really funny? Like their masthead show, in my opinion, which was DBZ, had super muscular buff dudes. Yeah. So, um, what else? Oh, yeah. They also premiered their own show, which was Immortal Grand Prix. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember it. I, I definitely. It sounds familiar. Yeah. It, it was like, uh, let me, I'm going to look up images because I, I, the name, yeah. Yeah. IGPX Immortal Grand Prix. Uh, it, it reminded me a lot about because it was like a racing show, but like I think they wore these like these. Yeah, they had these giant suits and it, it reminded me a lot of Tiger Bunny. Um, mm. And I think I used to mix them, uh, mix them up a lot because of that. And so another thing that they did during this time was they actually took Toonami off of weekday afternoons and they moved it to a Saturday evening slot. I think this also represented one that that, you know, on our Cartoon Network episode, we talked about how Cartoon Network like was in their heyday. This was like Ed, Ed Mm -hmm. and Eddie, Powerpuff Girls, Dexter, like all of those. So that was their afternoon block. And so they ended up moving Toonami to weekday afternoons. Um... And, and late night, I think, to also show how their viewership was aging. You know, a lot of the kids that were starting to watch them, that watched them in, say, 1999, were now graduating high school. And so it was still trying to figure out. I still, to this day, think they're trying to figure out their yeah. demo. Um, but we'll get into that, too, because now they're competing against streaming anime services. I guess, um, JD, I had a question. Like, what shows did you resonate with the most? And how do you remember consuming Toonami? Did were you watching it late at night? Were you watching the main block after school? Like, what was your? How were you consuming it? I think I was definitely one of the uh, after school consumers. Like, because I I vividly remember bothering my parents to pick me up on time. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they and they'd be like, "Well, you gotta come home so early for. Why can't you just hang at school and play on the yard?" And I'm like, stop neglecting me. Pick me up. 
and take me home <laughs> so I can so I can heat up some pop tarts and some Nesquik so I can watch <laughs> whatever whatever is coming on this afternoon cuz I know I know when I was when I was younger I know for like a fact that like um cuz I'm looking through the shows right now I know Beast Wars Transformers was heat mm-hmm. I was I was so into that I was, I remember specifically saying to myself yo uh, uh, I was I was specifically saying, yo, Transformers has has never been this good. <laughs> I was I was like I was like I was like the fact that they ever thought transforming into into cars or planes was ever cool was trash. Give me robots that turn into animals. <laughs> oh yeah, they were, they I were so hard. I loved I loved Optimus Ape Prime and. Uh, the cheetah one and whatever else they did on that cartoon show. Oh, that that was such heat. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon was great. Um, Super Friends was trash to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, reboot to me was probably the first semi representation of of animated black people that I remember seeing when I was oh, younger. Yeah, bro had dreads because I was oh, like, yo, I was like, I know that they're all polygons. But my man, my man's has got to wear a do rag at night. Like I'm looking at this dude. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he had that like um he had that like uh what, what I forget the name of the dude who plays Urkel. Uh he had that type of voice. Uh Jaleel White. He had oh, like yeah. that, he had that Jaleel White like oh man y'all we gotta keep going. Reboot <laughs> like it you know it was like the whole show was definitely that Powerpuff Girls. Dang, is that where they they debuted it on no, Tsunami? No, no, no. no, no or is no, that no. just something that came across? No way. Yeah, I think they were like, "What constitutes anime? What are yeah. I gonna add?" <laughs> you know, they were starting mm-hmm. to do that with more shows. But like you were mentioning, um, Super Friends, like they did. If this is owned by Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and so they had a lot of the DC characters that they, so, you know, they ended up having, um, you know, multiple Batman series like Batman Beyond, I believe, and Teen Titans, Justice League Unlimited. So they started to add, just started to boost it with some of their DC franchises too. Mm. Um, And then also having Samurai Jack, you know, they had some of their own Cartoon Network produced shows that they were, Uh, yeah, that they were adding. Um, Mm -hmm. But what is fascinating about this is like you couldn't miss like as far as us like racing home, everyone talks about like racing home to see Toonami, the difference between to not a lot of Toonami shows and say Cartoon Network or Adult Swim is that they uh, a lot of their shows were episodic, meaning it would contain all be contained in one episode. If you look at Dexter, each episode just stands alone. You don't mm-hmm. have to watch like if you miss an episode of, say, DBZ you're going to be lost typically mm. it's like a bunch of things will happen that will feed into the next episode so mm. you know or there's a lot of standing around and nothing really happening so you're okay <laughs> but like you can't just like it's not just like edit and eddie where you could pick up wherever you wanted and they're all self-contained well so I wanted to talk about because we were talking about them kind of riding their other shows and kind of like you know building this culture and riding the hype and I can't, as a big Robo fan, leave the, I think, best American attempt at that, which was Megas XLR, which was about these two, like, American dudes, uh, slackers who found a robot and used it to fight <laughs> fight these giant monsters. And, it, and they had, like, lots of, like, 
references to different anime. Like there was a group called the Ultra Chicks that were obviously Sailor Moon ripoffs. Like it was a it was a really good uh, show, uh, Megas XLR. Uh, so definitely uh, check it out. Mm-hmm. We have to take another really quick break. Then we're going to hop into Tom Era Four and their cancellation right after this. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we're back. Now we're talking about Tom Era 4 was very fascinating um again they they wanted to i think make a more kid-friendly version of tsunami because they Mm -hmm. were starting to lose their numbers were starting to lower so they ended up making these two new ai robots and turning tom essentially into i'm not gonna lie his face looks like thomas the tank engine in fact there's like memes online about it um i think they were experimenting and they just wanted a more I don't know what they were going for. (laughs) Um, But they ended up kind of just canceling the Toonami block. And Tom had this whole little send off where he was like, you know, um, oh, this is it says, well, this is the end, beautiful friends. After more than 11 years, this is Toonami's final broadcast. It's been a lot of fun, and we'd like to thank each and every one of you who made this journey with us. Toonami wouldn't have been anything without you. Hopefully, we've left you with some good memories. So until we meet again, stay golden, bang. And he um, just fired off into the sunset. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so that... that happened and it was off the air for four years actually 
Was that Tom version four who did the? Yes, the I know it yeah. was yeah, not fair. I, no, it is. I'm looking at this Tom, and I forgot about this. <laughs> this one needed to go. You two, this one looks ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, like I don't know yeah, what. That's he's... the reason. That's the reason it ended. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what. He, I don't know. I don't know who who the. I don't know who the artist was. They needed. They needed to shut that down. I'm. Lo- I forgot. <laughs> I I skipped this era. I, this oh, is oh yeah this 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 is yeah. 2007. Oh yeah, I was in high school. I wasn't watching Toonami as often as possible. I was leaving high school. I was well, going well, into college. Yeah, yeah. Same. I yeah. graduated 2006, and by this point, I've already reached the era of when my, my homie was downloading Naruto from the internet, the the fan subs, burning it to a DVD R to me, and then giving me. So I've I've already like I've been locally sourcing my anime at this point. I'm like I'm like Toonami. Yeah. But to the, the early Toonami era, let me see if they they have it. Or maybe this was Adult Swim. Yeah, it was Adult Swim at this point because they they had a split at one point where Toonami was like some anime and then the darker stuff they pushed to Adult Swim, so like Android Kikaider, I saw that on Adult Swim, but also Witch Hunter Robin. And the only reason I remember Witch Hunter Robin was because I was so hyped that, and I remember this, I taped all of it on the VHS. And I was like, I was like, I gotta get this. And I taped all over all the VHS. But then by this point, yeah, we, the internet was a little more available. Like my dad still had me on that net zero, but I still was able to like, you know, download videos here and there. I was downloading red versus blue videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I was, I, yeah, I was out of Toonami. I was gonna say, I meant to add before I forget that that final, when he said bang is because um, Steve Blum also voices Spike from Cowboy Bebop and that's what he says. Oh. So it was kind of like a little nod to that. Um, I also think this is when they were airing Dragon Ball GT. So another reason why it needed to end. <laughs> hey, 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 hold on now. I like GT now. Y'all got to stop with this GT slander, man. I hate, I'm so I hate, glad, I hate I'm so, that. I'm so glad you that. said that because I literally wanted to do a GT episode. And I was like, but I have to find someone who messes with GT because I want that Bruh. episode to be someone who, the, who's can, like, no, the, I'm a fight for yeah. mustache Vegeta. The, the arcs were weird, but it wasn't bad. People act like it was bad. I'm like, how are you going to be mad at the man for continuing his story? And then they're like, no, nah, no. Well, he nah, didn't. Just- I don't think or, it was Akira. I don't think it was Toriyama. It wasn't Akira? I don't think, I mean, I think he had kind of, he wasn't as involved. I mean, I might be wrong and someone will write um, me, but that was why it was a big was deal when Super, he was involved with, when he came back um, and it was like, this is, this is how it should be um, carried on. But I, you know oh, what, to your okay, credit, JD, Super Saiyan 4 is the coolest form they look dope and hot and they're just like their their fur on their bodies along with like their under their mascara whatever they're wearing <laughs> their eyeliner it is a goku that looks like he actually knows what he's doing <laughs> in the bedroom and out i will say that it was the first time when i was like wow i can't say cuz we don't cuss on here but i was like this man F's, I can tell. Regular Goku <laughs> looks like someone's dopey little brother who I adore. Um, but that Goku looked like the level fours were mm-hmm. interesting. I think the I think the the reason level fours were cool to me, they to me I don't I don't know if they were my favorites, but they were cool to me. And that, I don't even think that's really the appeal of of GT. I'm more, in my opinion, the the main appeal is the fact that you get to see Goku go back to being a kid for 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 however long. I kind of thought that was dope just because I watched Dragon Ball back in the day, and 
and it's just dope that little kid Goku is just beating the brakes off of people. I don't know why I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> but this look at this. This man looks like he would take your girlfriend in front of you and you'd be okay with it. Like, <laughs> look does. at him. That's, he does. I mean, I've, I that's the one thing I will if we were gonna take this full sidebar bar. That's why I like level four, because level four is the only Super Saiyan transformation that makes sense <laughs> you know like they have all this power in their right. like you know their gorilla form and so of course you would think like a powerful form would have some fur have their tail grow back and so it's like i hope they like retcon it and like add it into you know newer ones if we get some they should because mm. making him skinnier was like not the choice in my opinion for, yeah, remember how we talked about, about how? Oh yeah, you already know how I feel about that. <laughs> okay. Wait, well, which one? Which one was skinnier? So his um, is it uh his most recent in yeah. uh in Super? They made them leaner. They made him skinnier. Oh because yeah, yeah. In their yeah, they op are. opinion, he should be able to. It was like you know most fighters that are efficient are not actually bigger. Like that isn't the most efficient for how fast and your power. Someone's gonna write me because I'm butchering this but essentially but you, that was the you know, mentality yeah. behind it was mm. that they would be more efficient with efficient. their power so they wouldn't what have that? to be all buffed up they could what? be more powerful just with their power as opposed to their body like their physical body come on so. now beefcake goku beefcake <laughs> stop don't even you take saying that saying that negates the whole 100 percent power level power up moment between goku and frieza don't even do that <laughs> like, like when they started getting roided out i was like yo they're getting big big now look at him <laughs> like, he's like he's like i'm not even using my full power well show it to me oh, yeah. those shoulders turned into oh. freaking planets oh i love that yeah <laughs> even though it did i didn't care but I still loved it, like, cause, cause, I, unfortunately, that's just what the '90s and early 2000s, yes. and 80s, and everything before that. That's just what that's mm -hmm. what power meant. You you yeah. a bit you got muscles, like you know. So they can't they can't. I mean, I don't but that's know. why they have characters when you look at Beerus, who yeah. isn't jacked like just, that, but is a god like stronger than everybody. So yeah, they started to lean into that more, and even to some extent, Frieza. I always love how they Frieza's dad, King Cold, is is like twice four times his size but mm -hmm. like you know has only half his power mm -hmm. so i love that they would constantly surprise the audience by having smaller characters actually be the most powerful yeah, yeah I, I i know what you mean i think it's yeah there's definitely a, a difference between super and dbz but i was gonna say yeah i i did think like Unless unless this unless the moment in the arc called for it, they did not need to roid out like like <laughs> now now thinking about now think now thinking now literally thinking about that super trunks was a waste of goddamn time like no, like he was so great he no he was good I'm saying that there's a point in the cell saga between uh cell dog and everybody in in form number one or he was absorbing people and then. When he became level two by absorbing uh, 17, Trunks was the, I think uh, Vegeta allowed it to happen. He got his ass beat. And then Trunks was like, I'll handle it, father. And he, he couldn't get to Super Saiyan level two. He could only get to Super Saiyan one and a half. And he was like really big and bulky. And I was like, what is this? 
and he and he specifically said, "Ah, my mobility is limited." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, and I was like, "Yeah, because you like went and just did roids, bro. You you're not stronger. <laughs> you're just you're just bigger. Like the hyperbolic time chamber did nothing for you." <laughs> That was funny though. Oh yeah. But 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 you know what? But they still did nod down to like the more leaner type of body types because even Cell when he finally transformed to Perfect Cell, he went from uh level 1 to 2 which was really hulky to level 3 which was the the obnoxiously, you know, uh uh maurice lamarche like yes goku yes like you know that that thing and i and i i respect that but no every time a character you think is going to be whack is strong that's always dope always in an anime no matter what it is every time Mm -hmm. i mean that's the main thing of really mob psycho and uh one style too with one punch man they're they're, they're the main characters are always so basic and then they get hyped up and then they get hyper stylized oh give me that he can he can do that bit for the rest of his career and i'm eating it all up yeah (laughs) one punch man sells that so well because at the end of the day genos is supposed to be (laughs) so dope but he is dog garbage he's trash (laughs) like he's 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 so cool he tries so hard he gets all these modifications but at the end of the day he's just not that dude he's the vegeta of he's the krillin of that show almost (laughs) like he's it's he's the vegeta but he's he's always wondering how to get stronger and he'll never reach saitama and saitama's just like Hey man, someone's in my way, and there's there's a there's a sale going on at the grocery yeah, market. Yeah. <laughs> like he just like, punches uh, them. Like I don't want to do it, but I got to because I need to get to this sale. Like yeah, I love so that. Good. Oh, so on April Fools in 2012, Adult Swim switched it up, and normally they they would air like the room, uh, but instead they uh, made the tsunami block their April Fools joke. You know, you know, hurting uh, our hearts like that. They aired the scheduled episode of Bleach, and then they went through with DBZ, Gundam Wing, Tenchi Muyo, like all the classics. But then, uh, um, then after that, Adult Swim posted a message to their Twitter page saying, "Want it back? Let us know." Hashtag Bring Back Toonami. And so this, so it was just a perfect move. Like I think they knew they were bringing back yeah. Toonami, but they were like, they're like, let's get the hype there so people can be hyped about it. So it just exploded up until uh, the next year in April 27th of 2013, where they premiered the new look um, and uh, the and the return of Sarah. And it just kind of, kind of uh, been that. That's when it kind of came back. There's not much to say. I think uh, the only thing we can really talk about is how cool. They premiered the Space Dandy on January 4th, even before they premiered it in Japan, which which is kind of like flipping the whole spirit of Toonami, which was like kind of like the big export. Now they're like, no, nah, we're going we're going to pop it off here, too. Yeah. And so it's a little bit difficult for them now as far as like the future. It's it's almost like, OK, so they start a lot of series, let's say Super or My Hero Academia, when it's already on like season three you know, in Japan or on Crunchyroll or even Funimation, their app. And so it's just like some of them they've been trying to release as quickly as possible as they can with Japan. I know that this is heavily wrapped up in contracts, so it's not like they don't want to air it immediately, you know, um, for people that are like, they should do this. I know that if they could, they would. But I think in order for them to survive, they're going to need original anime 
like that you can't get anywhere else. I mm-hmm. think that that I think another thing is if they're open to doing subs because subs like dubs, it takes a while to get mm-hmm. the dub out. And I feel like if they were open to subs that aren't necessarily huge on Crunchyroll or huge on Funimation, um, that might bring in an audience that's like trying to find that anime, even old anime. I feel like they could also capitalize on that by bringing back like, hey, you know, I know you grew up with Sailor Moon and DBZ, but here's some stuff you might have missed back when you were in elementary school that was coming out that no one remembers anymore. So it's hard. I mean, in my opinion, to I don't really want I was kind of watching it for super a little bit, but I don't really watch Toonami anymore. So as much as everyone's like, yes, bring it back. We adore it. It's like how much of us are actually sitting down and watching yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's the one thing I was talking about because I was wondering the same thing. Like I was wondering how can a show like Toonami exist now? And it finally hit me when I kind of saw what they're airing now. The show's Toonami doesn't live for people like us. Uh, I'll call old head weebs because we got, you know, we got our connection. We, we, we have, we have, we have no problem getting crunchy roll and Funimation. It lives for those high school kids because when I saw what they're running, I was like, Oh, all the popping animes that have all these kids yapping in the replies all the time are what's on your Dr. Stone, my hero. All so mm, like demon slayer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like fire force, you know, like those and they, and they are like, they're so, you know, wild. Like it, it was, it was so funny because, uh, uh, if, you know, I know, um, Zeno Robinson who, uh, voices, uh, Hawks and now voices Ogun and fire force. And like, we did this thing where we switched each other's profiles and with mine, I switched and I put my face over it. And it and his was just like a black version of Hawks. It was a Hawks image painted black. And, uh, and like I, and I had it and I forgot about it and I just left it up there because it was still a picture of me, even after we were done with the bit. And I got like some, some, some DM that was like, Hey, um, can you remove your, your, your profile picture? Because that is my edit that I made for Zeno and for, for his purposes only. And I was like, what? And I was like, and I looked at the profile and it was like a 17 year old kid. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not even going to like go into, you know, copyright law with this kid or why him just changing a character black does not make it his. And I'm just doing <laughs> one because it's nice. And two, because it's a 17 year old. They're not going <laughs> to. So I changed it. It was so funny because I was like, oh yeah. You know, like, like as, as much, you know, hate dubs get, like the people who are like standing them and those voice actors are the people who were us when we were little and we only and that's that like we we we're not you know get going online we're just watching it on tv and so so it, it just made me go like oh yeah tsunami can still exist because it's for the new generation you know yeah. uh, and and that's and that is what makes me happy that it's still around the generation that uh the generation that yells at you for uh, re- reposting their content that they ripped off from somewhere. <laughs> hey man, hey man, that's my tweet. That's my that's my tweet of that TV show that I like that I don't own, but that's my tweet, man. Give it yeah. back. <laughs> like 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 I almost want to be like, yo, parody law, homie. Uh, like I, I put my face on it, so it's not it's no it's no longer. I put a watermark. What you gonna do? It's, it's transformational, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, last thing I need is to be dragged by some 17-year-olds and another uh this person steals art. <laughs> oh man. Don't do it, man. They'll 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 send yeah, a t- TikTok army on you. Yeah, yeah. I don't Trust need me. that anymore. 
<laughs> I'm on TikTok. I know how they oh, how they work. How they oh, yeah. they <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um so uh so we're gonna we're 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 getting out of here. JD, where can people find you? Let people know where to get in touch with you, what you got going on. Um, you know, uh, social media platforms, anything JD Witherspoon. I also do gaming content on Twitch and YouTube under run JD run. Those are my handles. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. You could just, uh, search, search that and you'll, you'll more or less find my platforms. I I post too much for people not to see what I'm doing. (laughs) So, yep. That's where I would say to check me out. Oh, okay. And you know me, if you wide away on Twitter and Instagram, if D's on Twitch, discord.gg forward slash salt squad. If you want to join the convo uh, and get in there and start chip chopping, which people have already been like, there's 36 episodes of or 37 episodes of, of Death Note, not 26. And I knew when I opened up my crunchy ass uh, <laughs> uh, Blu-ray, but I was like, yeah, I mean, that's a small edit. Y'all, y'all know. And we all know. So just letting you know, we we know. <laughs> but thanks, we, thanks for letting us know. Uh, y'all always got us back on that. And the Discord, people come correct. Uh, but uh, yeah, Danny, where can people find? I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. Um, what else? Oh yeah, um, I think this comes out. Thanks for everyone for writing me about my great debate episode. I have another one coming out this month. So check that out. And um I will also be posting things as I'm allowed to announce them. So. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, yeah, my episode is this Thursday. So, so. No, it was last Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. You missed it. Did you see it? Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> and as we always say, stay nerdy. Stay nerdy. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.